Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents. Our next Reddit post is from Rex Caliber. Last week I started a job as a teacher. Perfect ground for finding entitled parents. Here's some background to start off with. I teach English to children, and while the school accepts children between 18 months and 12 years, my students are between the ages of 2 to 5. The school I work at only teaches English and has different levels based on your child's ability, where the teacher can use discretion to decide if the child can go faster or needs to slow down. Because of the current situation in 2020, the school also has mostly one-on-one sessions now. But because things are getting better where I am, the school also allows physical classes instead of online-only classes. I have this kid, we'll call him David. He's a three-year-old boy with a local Chinese father and a mother who's traditionally Chinese. Where I live, English is the primary language of most people, though their command of English is a little skewed with plenty of slang. David's father could speak in Mandarin to his wife, our entitled mother. Entitled mother, however, couldn't speak any English at all and was Mandarin speaking only. This is where problem number one comes in. While I'm a local Chinese, I only grew up with English-speaking parents and grandparents, which meant that I have almost no command of Mandarin, even though I studied it as a second language for 12 years. Once I was out of school, my brain wrung out any knowledge of Mandarin like water out of a sponge. I can speak it at a barely conversational level, but I can't explain anything in depth. The second lesson that David came for was also my first day working there. While I was briefed on Entitled Mother, as she had been the one to sign David up for lessons, I was informed by my coworker that David's father would be the one dropping him off and picking him up. This was good news for me, because when we let the child go at the end of the lesson, we take a few minutes to go through with the parents what the child learned, what they did well, and what they can improve on, along with any recommendations for them like speeding up or slowing down. It's hard for me to explain any of that in Mandarin, so if David's father was the one coming to pick him up, then talking to him was simpler. Unfortunately for me, that was absolutely not the case. On David's first lesson with me, the entitled mother was the one to drop him off. He's only three years old, so we were doing a foundation class with him where we basically teach him one letter per hour long class. How to say and write it, what sound the letter makes, and some simple words that start with that letter. Given that this was his first time seeing me, he was almost entirely unresponsive to anything I said. He kept trying to go out and find Entitled Mother, would want me to open the door, and when I wouldn't because he could run off, he'd try to shove his fingers in the gap in the door. He wouldn't repeat after me or mimic any actions, and overall, didn't manage to learn much. I did manage to get him to say four words that started with the letter B, but that was about all that we managed to do in that hour. For all my Southeast Asian parents out there, you know how our parents can be. You also know that traditional Chinese parents are even worse, and Entitled Mother was just horrid. When I let David out and go back to the Entitled Mother, she was at first cordial, asking how he did in the class and what he learned. I explained to her that because this was David's first lesson with me, he wasn't very responsive, but that he did manage to say the four B words that we taught him. Now, during classes, we have four flashcards with the words they're supposed to learn, and we give these cards to the parents to keep in case they want to practice with their kid at home. I prefer to give these cards to the kids to hold on to to reinforce that it's their responsibility to keep the cards safe. Plus, it helps them develop their motor skills when they hold on to stuff. When I gave David his flashcards, the entitled mother snatched it out of his hands and immediately pointed to the first one, Bubbles, demanding loudly for him to say the word. Since David was no longer in an environment where it was just me and him, he clammed up and wouldn't say anything. The Entitled Mother saw that as my failure. Cue our first terrible conversation. 
The conversation was in Mandarin with me speaking broken Mandarin. As a side note, I can understand Mandarin, but I can't speak it well. And another side note, parents aren't allowed to be in the classroom during lesson time. What does this card say? David doesn't say anything. The entitled mother jabs her finger into the card. What does it say? When David doesn't respond, I get a death glare from entitled mother. Why doesn't he know how to say it? What do I pay you for? Ma'am, since this was his first lesson with me, I think he was shy and we didn't manage to get far in the material today. I assure you that. What do I pay you for? I sent him here so he could learn English. The entitled mother glares at David and demands that he say bubbles again. But David is entirely clammed up and just shakes his head. Look, ma'am, you need to understand that it was his first time seeing me and he's three years old. He was able to copy what I said during class and point at the pictures associated with words. Then why can't he say it? David, tell me what this card says. Possibly because we're no longer in a quiet environment where it's just him and his teacher. He should warm up to me soon within the next class or two and become more receptive to the lessons. I'm sorry if the class today wasn't up to your standards, but please understand that it's his first time with me. The entitled mother snorts at my comments, grabs David, and stalks off. I share some words with my coworkers, mostly us complaining about the entitled mother and my mentor confirming that she was just like that during David's very first lesson at the school with her. That concluded my first meeting with entitled mother, but oh no, we're not quite done. Now it's time for today's lesson. She was even more horrible this time. She showed up 10 minutes late, thankfully with David's father too, and released David into my care. Today, I taught him the letter C, including the words car, cat, cow, and crab. He was a lot more receptive now that I figured out that he was more into physical actions and was able to say all four words, plus match the words to the pictures. The class itself was fun, but releasing him to his parents was not. Since David's dad was around, I spoke to him almost exclusively. I explained to him that David was doing well and became a lot more receptive to me in my lessons, but struggled with his penmanship since he couldn't get a good grip on the crayon and had a very light touch, so his movements were shaky. I also explained that he struggled to say car sometimes since he mixed up how it sounded with cow, but David's dad was very understanding. I recommended he guide David in how to properly hold a pencil at home, and David's dad relayed all this in Mandarin to the entitled mother. Entitled Mother looked pissed at me when David's dad explained to her my comments about David not being able to hold a crayon properly, but she said nothing. The school also gives the kid an activity book to bring home, and David's book today had a page with a car drawing that you could cut out. My coworker had cut the entire page so she could cut the car itself with ease, and the car was colored in by David. Entitled Mother only noticed the bit of the page that was still in the book and blew her fuse. Where is this page? How can you give him such a terrible book? Huh? Where is this page? Why did you give my son something so terribly made? Ma'am, that page was cut out because there's a paper car cut out that we needed to use. Here, the car's right here. I flipped the book over to the first page where David's messily colored car cut out was tucked between the cover and the first page. Entitled Mother's rage subsided a little, but she gave me the nastiest death glare. Oh, so he couldn't even color it properly? Humph. <laughs> I wonder why I'm even paying you when you can't teach David how to color a picture. Let me say that teaching kids how to hold a pencil is not my job. That's the parent's duty, and if they only expect him to practice for an hour every Saturday, that's their problem. It sounds nasty, but it's true. At this point, I'm exclusively speaking to David's dad and barely even looking at Entitled Mother. 
Entitled Mother has gone back to jabbing her finger at the flashcards, demanding that David say what the words are. The Entitled Mother was shaking the car flashcard in David's face. Say it! Say what the word is! David is visibly stressed, clutching his toy car and staring at Entitled Mother, but saying nothing. I decide to intervene. I point at the car in David's hand. David, do you know what that is? David immediately flashes me a big grin. Car! I clap for him and give him a high five, offering Entitled Mother a smile that only makes her scowl deeper. I'm pretty sure her muzzle lines and crow's feet are permanent now. I also notice that any time the Entitled Mother talks, David's dad looks at her with such tiredness in his eyes, like he's regretting his marriage now. I finish explaining to David's dad my recommendation for him to practice his penmanship at home. He thanks me, while Entitled Mother grabs David's wrist and yanks him off, stalking off like she's some sort of femme fatale. The school admin apologizes to me for even convincing Entitled Mother to sign David up, saying he knew she was going to be troubled during the sign-up process. I just say it's fine, pack up and leave. Now, three hours later, I'm sitting here writing this, thinking that if Entitled Mother keeps her trash behavior up, she's gonna grow up with a son that hates her. Our next Reddit post is from Finnick Foxy. Basically, there was a little girl in my son's class, their fifth graders, 11 years old, who would say my son was bullying her. At first, we believed the teachers in her and would discipline my son at home, but his story was always consistent that he wasn't doing it. And then, he started gathering witnesses who confirmed that he was not bullying her, and there were never people corroborating her stories. The stories also just frankly didn't sound like him or anything that he'd do. Other kids also said that she was bullying him and other kids by pushing them. We also learned that she had put a love note in his backpack, and he didn't notice it and left it crumpled there for months without it being addressed. It was right around the time that she sent it that the accusations of bullying started. You would think that this story would end with just a few calls to the principals and parents, but it didn't. The girl's mom started showing up at school to stalk and stare at my son during breakfast, lunch, and dismissal. She also tried to get him kicked out of a sport, and the mom sent letters to the other kid's parents saying that my kid was a bully and they shouldn't let their kids play with them, and she would spread the same thing by word of mouth. I felt completely overwhelmed because I work and I didn't have the ability or relationships with other families to correct this craziness. I also tried talking to the Karen directly, but she denied that her daughter could possibly make the bullying up, saying, that's not how I raised her. She also denied stalking my son and said the letter she sent to the other parents was totally normal. Then, one day, she brought along her much older son to breakfast who physically attacked my kid. When the principal told her the situation had gotten out of hand and she couldn't bring her older son to school to intimidate students, she declared that she was going to start homeschooling her kid. This was the Friday before school let out for spring break, and by the following week, we had moved over to online classes. So, in a way, that was actually the case for everyone for the rest of the school year. My son is starting a new school tomorrow, middle school, and he keeps asking if any other moms will do that again, and if I'll ever go to school for lunch to make sure that no moms stalk him. I keep thinking about the situation like WTF. Wow, that incident is crazy, and it kind of sounds like it might be illegal as well. Bringing your kid to school so you can beat up a younger kid seems really messed up. Our next Reddit post is from Togi Reikanak. 
A little backstory, my stepmother and I never got along from day one, especially when she became more and more entitled as I got into my later teenage years, and that was the reason I moved out of my father's house to live full-time with my mom, despite their custody agreement. The details aren't important, but the list is a hefty one. The important one for this story is snooping. My entitled stepmother has to stick her nose in my life, room, car, job, health, etc. to a comical degree. She's done some pretty pointlessly petty things, like giving me a false key to her and my dad's house when it got rekeyed for reasons I still don't understand. This is also important. My entitled stepmother calls me. I want a key to your house when you buy it. Uh, no. What? No, you will give me a key. A key or a fake key. You weren't specific. A real key to the house. And why would I do that given your track record? Because I'm your parent. Quit being flippant. I laugh. I don't see what's so funny, OP. I'm asking for a key and I will get one. Asking? Entitled mother, you're demanding a key from your 25-year-old stepson who owes you nothing. Oh yeah, and I want my dresser back too as we agreed to all those years ago. I am not giving you the dresser unless you give me a key. So you're going to steal from me because the dresser couldn't make it up the stairs and you're throwing a fit because I won't let you snoop? Young man, you have a history of making poor choices and it's my job to correct them. I couldn't do it while you were in Ohio and now that you're back, I will get you back on the straight and narrow. I should point out that my poor choices involved eating in my room while doing homework, watching TV with my girlfriend when I was a teenager, and not going to bed by 10 p.m. She's a nutty conservative Christian woman who gets mad at me for anything that isn't in her micron-sized list of appropriate actions for me. You won't be getting a key, and because of you, my dad won't likely get one either because you can't be trusted. And I ended the call. Not five minutes later, my mom and stepdad are rolling on the floor laughing because she had called them, demanding that they talk some sense into me and make me give her a key. Neither my mother nor my stepfather can stand my entitled stepmother. Here's where she truly shines through as an entitled stepmother, rather than just being demanding and a snoop. It's important to note that I'm high off my tits on painkillers from my back spasms. Hey, OP, have you thought about giving me a key? Nah, you don't get one. Even for your favorite step-parents? I like cat poop more than I like you. Fine, I'll lose your car. I forbid you from driving, and I expect your keys tonight. Uh, you want to take the keys to a car that you don't own, or pay anything on, because you won't take no for an answer? I'm your parent! I hung up after she started yelling. She showed up at my mother's house 10 minutes later, demanding my keys to my car because she was revoking her permission for me to drive and we had to call our neighbor, the off-duty cop, to come over and speak to her. I wouldn't be surprised if she tried to put a lien on my car. More insane things have happened. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this podcast, then be sure to follow me because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.